Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. It's hour two of the GBAG Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Here we go. Zach Wolchuk and your NFL News of the Day. Thank you very much. The big news developing right now coming out of practice with the Green Bay Packers. And the note is that apparently Jared Alexander, their cornerback, who were expected to travel with C.D. Lamb. he Does he want to be captain this week? He's, well, I don't know about that, but he uh, it was a freak deal according to head coach Matt LaFleur. He stepped on someone's foot, rolled his ankle. Oh, so now there Ooh. is some uh, some concern over that. He's considered day-to-day. Hate to see that. They're hoping man. for the best. Uh, I did see another Packers report that he was not in a walking boot or anything. So we'll have to okay. monitor that as we get closer to Sunday's game. Jar Alexander's ankle injury is serious, but either I, way. I, I mean, do believe he's traveling. I do, CD, I, I, yeah, do I do too. But to be honest, I, I'm just not as worried about it because I think CD right now is unguardable. I, I, You know what? You're absolutely right. I think the thing that, that that's great about these coaches have figured out how to keep him moving. They have. Yeah. Because there was some time – in the Tampa game that I was watching where, you know, they were doubling some of their guys. Okay, and, like, and, like Mike Evans? Yeah, Mike Evans. And it was like, it's because they figured out that Evans was going to just play on the left side. And so they were able to roll their coverage that gotcha. way. And, you know, so. But, yeah, CD, with, you just keep moving him. Don't don't let him get an idea where he's going to play. They do game. an excellent job with that. And that's not the only corner news today. Brown star cornerback Denzel Ward injured his knee in practice today which is leaving his ability for this week now up in the air, according to head coach Kevin Stefanski. It's going to be a huge loss for Cleveland. Uh, Nico Collins has really been going off lately since the Tank Dell injury there in Houston. He's become C.J. Stroud's favorite target. So you'd have expected Ward to guard Nico Collins in that playoff matchup. Well, now maybe Denzel Ward's not good good to go, and the Browns could be without their best cover corner. So two things to uh, monitor as we get closer to the wild card matchups this weekend. You know, I thought KNC, uh, Hagee brought up a, a good question. I think we always used to say, all right, the divisional round, that's the most exciting weekend of the NFL postseason. But now with Super Wild Card Weekend, and especially this year with all the good matchups, has Super Wild Card Weekend kind of taken over as the most exciting weekend of the postseason? Ooh. It can be. I, I think if, especially if you don't have a dog in the fight, this weekend is amazing. Um, is it the best? I don't think there's any better. You know, I, I suppose if your team is in the NFC or AFC title game, that is significantly more exciting for you. But as as a standalone, without having to have your favorite team in there, this might be the the best sports weekend of the entire year, regardless of any sport. Yeah. Yeah, because you just get so much good, meaningful, high stakes football. 
I mean, there's so many juicy storylines this year. For this particular year, yeah, it might be. It might, it might be the best super wild card weekend we've ever experienced. So. This is going to be a lot of fun. Let's go make let's let's go make football history together. Well, the big, I mean, it's unfortunate because a lot of the focus has not been on the postseason games this week. It's been all about the coaching news. And if you missed it, yes, we had Bill Belichick uh, and the Patriots part ways. They had a press conference earlier with Robert Kraft. We were joking about the awkward hug between Kraft and Belichick. But here was the press conference and Bill speaking on leaving New England. It's been a camera since we signed Tebow. <laughs> um, uh, Robert and I, after a you know, series of discussions, have uh, mutually uh, agreed to um, part ways. And uh, for me, this is a day of um, you know, gratitude and celebration. Um, start with Robert and his family. Um, it's great. So much thanks for the opportunity to, to be head coach here for 24 years. Uh, it's an amazing opportunity. Um, received tremendous support. Uh, we had a vision of you know building a winner, building a championship football team here, and uh, that's exceeded exceeded my my wildest dreams um, and expectations. Uh, the amount of success that we were able to achieve together, um, you know, through a lot of hard work and you know contributions of so many people. Um, so I'm very proud of that, and and. Um, I always have those those great memories. I'll carry with those those with me the rest of my life. Um, and of course, after uh, you know Robert, um, thanks to the assistant coaches. Um, you know, I've had so many great coaches uh, here. Uh, they've made my job uh, so much easier. Uh, it's a long list, but you know the amount of work, preparation, um, and diligence that they do. Um, every one of them. Um, and I say this about the players and the coaches, regardless of how long they were here. How many years they were here, how many years they coached, and what the position was. Um, you know, it was a great team effort, and, and everybody, you know, put everything they had into it. And uh, and that's why we were successful. So, said Malcolm Butler. Had yeah. Bench him for a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised he didn't get emotional. Yeah, me too. Uh, but I did think, like, the mutual parting of ways thing, like, it's not true. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, not. No, like, Bill fire. wanted to yeah. stay there. Bill even said, look, I'll, I won't be the personnel guy anymore. You can bring yeah. somebody else in to do that. Well, they, 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 they didn't want to put him in that situation. They didn't want to put him in the situation. Oh, for with, sure. Where they, they, but it's like people yeah. aren't dumb. Yeah, we know. No, so, I, I think I think Belichick was ready to leave, though. I, I do. I think the time I has do. come. Yeah, I, I think I'm with you on this. I think that you know he's he he's trying to figure out how to. This is going to sound really selfish. He's trying to figure out how to beat that Don Shula record. For you know? sure. I mean, yeah. He, he 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 was on a path. It's it's almost like the path that Tiger Woods was on chasing Jack Nicholas's majors record, and yeah. then he got hurt. And then Jack Nicholas came out like yesterday and goes, that's ah, a shame. Tiger's not going to ever beat my record. You know? Yeah. I mean, hey, he had a, he had a nice career. I'm Why like, not make nice? three more cuts at a major yeah. where he's been going? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you would, you would think for Bill, because definitely being the winningest head coach in, in NFL history is hugely important to him, especially I, because this year he became the losingest coach in football history. He doesn't yeah. want that to be his only football history I, win-loss yeah. uh, achievement there. So he's got to go be the winningest. And don't you think in, in terms of like his desire to go somewhere else, I don't know how much he wanted to remain in New England, but assuming he can basically go wherever he wants then isn't that a better opportunity for him to go win immediately like 
wherever you handpick, yeah. if it's with Justin Herbert and the Chargers yeah. or whatever team it is, it's not like the Patriots are set up to about to go no. on some sort of fun run here. That's a I don't know why anybody would want that job right now. No, you're, you're absolutely and and he's a big reason why. He absolutely it, is. Yeah, the roster it, sucks. You got no quarterback. This, this this reminds me so much, and I mean this in no disrespect to Tom Landry, but the last three years of Tom Landry's coaching at the Cowboys. They, they did not draft well. It their roster was poor. Um, you know, obviously it was poor. But they, they, you know, the ownership changed. The coach changed. They were one in fifteen. You know, there, there, there's a lot of similarities between the legend of Tom Landry leaving and Bill Belichick leaving. And that's what I'd have anxiety about right now. If I'm Bill, like I don't want to be the GM because I need to make sure I get to stick around as a head coach. I might still believe in my personnel abilities, but if my personnel abilities are not good, I could get fired in one year. Yeah, he if needs I go to, to San not. Diego and we go five and twelve, no, it could be over. Or he needs LA, to not. He needs to not be the one to, to handle personal. Yeah. He needs to just coach. Yeah. That, that's kind of where we're at right now, uh, Bill. And and I think that hopefully he realizes that with kind of how things have gone here in New England. But it seems like Atlanta. Uh, there's a lot of I momentum. Mean, ideally, he'd get an owner and a GM that wants feedback from the coaches, but makes the final decisions because sure. he's a hell of a scout. You want yeah. Belichick giving your GM a lot of advice. Right. Yeah. Just not the uh, parcels, uh, I'm going to go collect the groceries for you. You yeah. know, I'll go ahead and give you a list, and then you go ahead and buy the groceries. That, that's yeah. how we can do this the with th- Bill. The thing that's so interesting to me outside of the personnel thing is wherever he goes is, like, what is your plan, Bill, offensively? Because to me, yeah. that's one of the, the biggest yeah. indictments of Bill since Brady left is your offenses well, have not been good. It's and probably a reunion with Josh McDaniels. You've made my guess. Okay, and to each his own on whatever owner says, cool, I want Josh McDaniels, but I, I would love to know what his plan is there because to me, when you start parsing through the the conversations of who's who's been better or who, who you know, Nick Saban versus Bill Belichick, one obviously college, one NFL, but I'm like, outside of the cheating, has Nick Saban, has Nick Saban ever like completely cut off his nose to spite his face kind of thing or just made stupid decisions? No. Because you mentioned the Malcolm Butler one. Like that is that is a giant Bill Belichick nightmare decision that he made to lose to Nick Foles, and then we know what he did with the offensive coordinator, with Fat Patricia and yeah. Joe Judge, a special teams coordinator and a defensive guy, being the play callers on offense for an entire season. Yeah, sometimes I'd you're say, not the smartest person in the room. Like, I'd say the worst thing Saban did, and correct me if I'm wrong, Brian, you paying a lot more attention. He was just slightly slow to come around on offense. Very, but he, yeah, yeah. Eventually, he very, got there. Yeah, yeah. very. He did, and he made those adjustments. You know, with Steve Sarkeesian, it was a big reason for that, right? Yeah. And then and Lane Kiffin helping yeah. him out there too. Both those guys innovative when it comes to the new age offense. Now, some a lot of Bills players have come out. And they're sharing stories and posting videos. Uh, one of which is Chandler Jones. Now, Chandler Jones has been in the news for he various reasons him. this yeah. year. He did to uh, Las Vegas. Yeah, he did trade uh, Chandler Jones, but to Arizona, right? Yes, uh, but he's you know Chandler's. Giving some love here to Bill. Now, if this makes your ears bleed a little bit, I apologize. But we had a song written for Bill Belichick, and it goes a little like this. Belichick, oh, how I miss you. I just want to kiss you. They just got rid of you. Oh, Bill Belichick, you didn't flatten that ball. It was Tom Brady. <laughs> you didn't spy gate. <laughs> you didn't deflate gate. He's innocent. <laughs> so why fire him? 
when it should have been Mr. Crowd. Oh. Oh, Bill Belichick. Is he playing football right now, this guy? No. Okay, thank God. He's just playing drugs. Okay, it makes sense. It's a fun game. They called it a dynasty. He got seven Super Bowls. Oh, Bill Belichick. He made me the man I am. Great, oh, man. Bill it's not a compliment. Nope. <laughs> yeah. 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 Thank you, Chandler Bill Jones. Belichick. Hope y'all liked that. We did. Yeah. We loved it. I download that good on stuff, my iTunes. Buddy. So uh <laughs> serenading to Bill Belichick yeah. from his I want former more Chandler player. Jones songs. Chandler Jones. Yeah, maybe he will. Maybe he'll pump out some more gold there. Uh, that... I'm on Jay Jeezy next time. Yes. Let's get a little Jay Jeezy nuggets there. Uh Diana Rossini is reporting that both Jim Harbaugh and Bill Belichick are not on the Titans candidate list per source. The team is open to a coach who specializes on either side of the ball, but there's no specific criteria. In that regard, they are one of the teams that, of course, has requested an interview with Antonio Pierce and Dan Quinn. But uh, a lot of drama. And Diana Rossini did a great job. She has an athletic report out today of the reasons why Mike Vrabel got fired. And there's a lot of symmetry here because maybe Vrabel slides in and takes Belichick's job there with New England. Yeah, I think that's probably likely. Yes. But Vrabel did not want their current general manager, Ron Carthon, hired. Uh, He didn't believe that he was ready for the title. He said, uh, you know, the Titans, if you hire him, why don't you go ahead and make him uh, a co-GM? And apparently, Mrs. Strunk, who is the current owner of the Titans, did not like that. Said, no, I'm going to go ahead and hire him anyway, Mike. I don't care about your opinion. Then Mike goes to the Titans. uh, During the Titans bye week, goes to Foxborough, Massachusetts as a guest of owner Robert Kraft. He gets inducted into the Patriots Hall of Fame, where he won three Super Bowls. And he said, quote, I don't want you to take this organization for granted. I've been a lot of places. This is a special place with great leadership, great fans, great direction, and great coaching. Enjoy it. It's not like this everywhere. And apparently this raised some eyebrows in Tennessee when he returned to Nashville. He was asked by reporters during a press conference if his comments were directed at the Titans organization. He said the Patriots have won six Super Bowls in 20 years. That's what I was alluding to. I don't know what to tell you. It's just a lot of success. And he's not wrong about that, but he would never go ahead and say, no, I'm not interested in the Patriots job if it ever opened. And uh, I think that that just led to a lot of bad feelings. You had, of course, friction between the GM and him. And now both parties have moved on. We'll see exactly where the Titans end up going. I mean, there's a ton more detail. If you're interested in reading that, go to The Athletic and check out Diana Rossini. But, well, I don't know. That Titans organization right now seems very dysfunctional. I don't know that if they're going to get that thing turned around. Maybe they hire the right guy, but I wouldn't want any part of the Tennessee Titans right now if I were a head coach, And unless it's like the only job I can get because I want to be a head coach, then sure, you take it, right? There's only 32 of these things. But if I've got my choice like a Dan Quinn, that ain't one I'm taking. Same. I would be stoked. Not no. at all. Uh, Travis Kelsey today announced that he will not be retiring at the end of the season. Hmm. He said, I love football. Uh, I'm not going anywhere. So there were reports, you know, he might be slowing down a little bit, but he's going to come back, run it back next year. And we talked about how terrible the weather is going to be for this game between the Chiefs and the Dolphins, which you can only get on Peacock. Uh, But Tua apparently is not going to make any changes to his wardrobe. He's not going to wear gloves on this. Uh, He said, I think it might be, what, 20 degrees or a little lower than 20? Nothing lower than I would say 15, so probably in between there. 
I think it's just a, a feel of how everything is. But I guess there's stuff you can do, you know, isotoner gloves to help you stay warm. Tua doesn't want any part of this. Is this going to be a big mistake for the guy from Hawaii? Because he, this is kind of uncharted territory for him. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't think there's. I, I think he's just sort of coming to grips with the idea that there is nothing that he could tangibly do to help his team go to victory. <laughs> so why change what he's doing now? Creature of habit. We're taking the L. No, he'll be on a first class flight to somewhere back warm. to Hawaii. Just somewhere warm. Maybe it's home. I mean, he's in Miami. Yeah. I mean, it'll feel like a vacation as soon as they get their butts kicked at Arrowhead in the in the freezing temperatures. Yeah, flying nice. back to Miami, it's going to feel like, boom, vacation started. I mean, he's only going to be out in the elements for like two, two and a half minutes at a time, right? Yeah, there's going to be a handful of three and outs, a couple of good turnovers. A bunch of good heat warmers there on the sideline he can go ahead and enjoy. Well, maybe he'll yeah, be Yeah, you got to okay. be careful with the heat warmers. Don't let your shoelaces catch on fire. Yeah, we could get fires on the sideline. That's yeah. a great point. Last news of note on NFL News of the Day, the Bears, Vikings, and Jags will each host a game in London. Not a surprise for the Jags there. They love hosting games in London. While the Carolina Panthers will host a game in Munich. We will have opponents and dates to be announced later when the schedule release is in the spring, of course. But Bears, Vikings, Jags in London, Panthers in Munich, Germany. Okay, Panthers. Cowboys play Panthers again this yeah, year? sure do. They do. And they play in Charlotte, right? Mm-hmm. That could be a They're Cowboy to Germany, to Germany game, Germany game yeah. against the Panthers. There you go. Might be one to wonder about. There you go. That's a must remote. We've got to go to Germany. Oh, my goodness. Are you kidding me? The amount of beer we would consume? Do you have friends in Germany? They could host us for a remote broadcast. I, you know, I could look it up. I, I don't two, think right. Yeah, I don't look right now. Get some Wiener Schnitzel. Hey, man. If Walchuk's down, I'm down. Yeah, I don't think uh, Chiefs ever turned that down. I'm in. All righty. Uh, when we come back, G-Bag Nation, Eric, what would you like to talk about? All right. Is DQ for you? We got a bi- we got a big time DQ conversation to get into. I also want to know everyone's order from DQ. So text that in, plus Ooh. a G-Bag Survivor update next year in the nation. Yes. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yes, sir. Welcome back. It is the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having a great day. Segment's brought to you by Soda. That's state-of-the-art, and uh, it's brought to you by the Frankels. If you're hurt in an accident and it's not your fault, just call the Frankels, 214 or 817-333-3333, or go online to truckwreck.com. 
Here's Eric Chiafala with some of that lovely sports content. All right, it's time we have the uh, we rehash the DQ conversation. I have some more talking points, but you're not allowed to have an opinion on this matter or utter a single syllable in regards to this matter unless you give me first your DQ order. Deal. Okay, uh, so this is this is sort of like a KNC masterpiece From combo platter. Dairy Queen, welcome, welcome to the G Bag Nation. Yeah, DQ. Uh, so it's obvious for me. It's the Reese's Blizzard that is accompanied by the steak fingers, yeah. gravy, and I'm going onion rings. That that that's that's my DQ order. Um, and now I I have given myself permission to speak on the matters. I said yesterday I'd be on board with Dan Quinn being the head coach. You move on from Mike McCarthy, and there's some reasons why, and a lot of that just involves the uh, the high level. That, uh, of respect that I have, and it seems like the entire organization has for Dan Quinn. It also a lot of it leads back to if we all agree the top of this um, this entire food chain here, and the guy that you want to keep most happy is Will McClay. And if that relationship between Dan Quinn and Will McClay is as good as it's uh, perceived to be, then that's something that you feel like okay, if I got Dan Quinn, don't perceive that. By the way, don't perceive that. I mean, just know it. Just know it's it. a fact. It's a fact. Dan Quinn, Will yes. McClay, they're yes. bros. Yes. They work well together. Yes. Okay, very yes. good. Yes. So all of that is good. And then I, I was driving home thinking of just like more sort of more reasons why you would go Dan Quinn here. And I think you guys, I mean, when it came to what's the difference in Dak, wasn't it wasn't it you guys saying, Well, it's not the offense, it's Dak. Okay, so if I got Dan Quinn and Dak, that means I, I have the reason why the Cowboys' offense is working, and that apparently is Dak, and then I have a good defense. If you tell me I got a, a consistently a good, if not great, defense and a good quarterback that can look great sometimes, and according to you guys is the reason why the offense is as good as it is, then why wouldn't you? What then? What 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 do you have with McCarthy? And even if you're like, okay, I like where this offense is then what's the difference between really in this offense with just swapping out McCarthy calling plays for Shoddy? I mean, he's helping build the game plans. These these are probably at least 50% sort of his plays, his ideas. So what's the difference? You just have a different play caller, but it's the same offense. Okay. Um, and if you lose Dan Quinn, you don't have the Shoddy on the defensive side of the ball that you can feel like you don't really miss a beat going from Dan Quinn to this guy, like you feel like you kind of do with going from play caller Mike McCarthy to play caller Brian Schottenheimer. Like, what are you really missing there? If you want the offense to look the same way. Otherwise, you've at least seen Dan Quinn go as a head coach and bring in a Kyle Shanahan at one point. So there's a track record of him understanding like new age, young offensive minds that can take your offense to get from good to great. So mm. there's the concern, or there's the, there's the reasons. That's a terrific job right there. Yeah, I, I, I feel ashamed right now. I feel well, hey, I don't uh, want to hear about uh, your shame I, until I hear about your DQ order. No, I, that's what I was going to say. I was going to give you the Hunger Buster and a, a dip cone. That is, the Hunger Buster's underrated. Yeah. No, okay, so mine's the bacon and cheese Hunger Buster and an Oreo cookie blizzard. Yeah. But I'll let Brian talk first. Fries or onion rings? Onion rings for sure. I haven't had their onion rings. Oh, get them. Should I? Get them. The steak finger basket is outstanding, too, with the yeah. Texas toast and the gravy. And you just don't get that everywhere else. Like, I'm not just pulling up to any random fast food place knowing I'm getting steak fingers. I'll tell you what. I've had tacos there, too, before. They're Shout out to not, Kenny and Quinlan. That's his go-to. not been bad there. What do you guys think of the Jolitos? We're the, getting those texted in quite a bit. I haven't had them. What, what, what are, are they? What are those? They're like jalapeno uh, slices that are fried. Oh, my Like a fried God. tomato. What? Are you kidding yeah. me? Jalito, I guess. Well, that sounds bleeping delicious. Breaded? Huh. Okay. 
Yeah, they look great in this little box over here, Brian. Look at that. Oh, man. Don't those look good? They do look tasty. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, don't, don't sleep on the Texas T brand tacos either. But yeah, I, I'm sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt your, your Dan Quinn takes. So. No, this was a, that was an important conversation. These Halitos look freaking fantastic. Is it something I can recreate? It's you like think? fried jalapeno. It's like French fries. It's like jalapeno fried French fries, Brian, basically, what is what it looks like. Right, we have to do the breading, though. we got to figure out the breading form, is what we would have to do. that thing in some ranch. When it comes to like pastry dough or breading, I trust you to handle that. Right, thank you. I appreciate it. You that. really are fantastic with that. I, I'm. I'm Eric. I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed that I that I that I scoffed at you yesterday about getting rid of uh, Mike McCarthy. Please scoff at him. It's so off brand too. I mean, usually you jump all over something like that. I would. I would usually, and I kind of feel like though that I feel like maybe this guy, maybe he's figured something out here. Maybe he's figured something out. But the the argument that you just presented is absolutely factual. Yeah. That if you're that if you're you know, if you're trying to get this team maybe into another, and Mike might be a guy that's really good in the regular season, and we'll see what happens in the offseason. Even though he won a Super Bowl in Green Bay and all that, that was many, many, many years ago. Like my Super Bowl was many, 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 many years ago. But if everything that you presented about trying to advance and, you know, make it about the quarterback, because I do believe it's the quarterback. I, I really do think the quarterback's playing at a really high level right now. You know, so you're, you're, your your presentation was well received, but I I feel ashamed that I like ah yeah whatever. Good no, that was my goal. I mean, literally, that was my whole shame. intent was just just bringing shame. shame. Yeah, I respect it, Meyer. I think you did shame. a hell of a job there. Uh, I mean, my feeling on this is I I think that I, I'm not doing anything until the postseason plays out. Yeah, uh, we're we're in the middle of you know part of this, and and this gets lost in sports talk radio because we do have an overarching you know narrative and, and things we got to talk about storylines there's a lot of topic trees with the cowboys and that's what jerry likes right jerry has left this coaching thing open-ended he sure has. He wants the conversation this isn't an our fault thing this is your owner has not gone ahead and said like no matter what by all means mike mccarthy is your head coach for next year so don't get mad that we're having this conversation i it's tweeted conversation. that the other day and people didn't like yeah, that it's going to be had but part of this thing is maybe just maybe and in it Likely isn't because of what we've seen over the course of the last 28 years. Maybe this finally is the time that the Cowboys are able to get back to the Super Bowl. And part of the joy of that is the ride. And sometimes we need to take a stop and, and enjoy that a little bit. Uh, maybe that's the fan in me talking about it. we got a big but, game against the Packers. I'm looking forward to it. And I really think this is the Cowboys' best chance that they've had since 95 to get to the dance. If they if they do not but succeed. If, so, yes. If, 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 if something not, happens in this game. If, if they do not beat it, the Green Bay Packers, yeah. I think you have... Our post game is going to be Yes, a, I, think, I think ultimately yeah. if it comes down to, you know, hey, Dan Quinn's leaving, unless you promote him, you promote him. You you make that change. I do think Mike McCarthy deserves credit for what the changes are in this offense. Now, it's my belief that the changes are due to Dak and C.D. Lamb and their frustration after the 49ers game. They voiced that. They had a, you know, kumbaya with Mike McCarthy. But you got to give him credit and Brian Schottenheimer for ultimately being the ones that then said, okay, let's go to the drawing board and let's correct some of the issues with our offense and go ahead and listen to Dak and essentially give Dak the reins where Dak's been more of your OC on the field. They deserve credit for that. The different personnel groupings and running variety of plays out of said personnel groupings, which we detailed from the athletic article several weeks ago, uh, the use of motion, really the utilization of C.D. Lamb. Like, this is something we have been absolutely just begging for 
when it comes to how do you get the most out of your best players. They are doing that with C.D. Lamb right now. You are getting 15 targets a game to him. We aren't having post-game shows where it's like, why the hell are you only throwing the ball to C.D. six times, right? Well, we had the discussion about Cooks. Yes. It took, it took and, yeah. And they, and they finally did. They, yeah. they were able to make that happen as well. So, to me, you know, I'm not moving on unless you do have ultimate disaster, which is an early playoff exit in one of these two home playoff games that you hopefully have. Uh, I'm not even having the conversation. If indeed that does happen, though, you have to make a change. You can't allow the status quo to continue. And if it means, hey, you've got to elevate Dan Quinn or you lose him, to me, it's worth elevating. It's quite a take there. Uh, I think you guys are, are, are leaning Dan Quinn here. I wonder how much the Cowboys are considering it. Now, my DQ uh, my order, DQ order I, I do have some bad news here for you guys. No tacos anymore? Uh, no, I, I, the bad news is <laughs> I, I, Dairy Queen has the worst dinner in fast food, and that's saying a lot because there's a lot of bad dinner in fast oh. food, okay? Now, the saving grace is they have the best desserts, and it's not even close. So I will go with, to me, the only thing edible on their dinner menu, the chicken strip country basket and fries, Yeah, and I'm loading up uh, with the desserts uh, on everything except the banana split, which should be kicked out of desserts. Uh, I just I, I I think the bananas ruin it. Um, now you can mix bananas in with the banana pudding because they're not fresh bananas, right? You've done you've changed their properties in a way. You've made them gushier, and they kind of they 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 just kind of blend in with the pudding. Uh, so I don't know what it is about the banana split that offends my senses so much, but I don't consider that a real dessert. I will load up though, not only on the Oreo Blizzard, but also the Browning and Oreo Cookie Cup Fection, wow. which is a uh, a newer entry. To answer your question about the coordinator, to me, there's there's not a wrong answer here, Chief. I've listened to all the cases, and I'm 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 genuinely fifty fifty on this. Okay, yeah, I just uh, I, I have concern of what what happens to your defense. You know, what happens to your defense when when Dan Quinn is removed? I'm not so much concerned about what happens to your offense if Mike McCarthy is removed, because uh, I don't think there's much of a difference between. I mean, if you could just if Sunday Schottenheimer was calling the plays, I don't think much is really changing. It's still the same plays. It's still the same plan. It's still the same design, the same philosophy, so whatever. The, the re, the harder, it's harder to replace Dan Quinn than it is Mike McCarthy. Is that what you're saying? Yes, that's that's what I'm saying. And um, Is that overall for like everything that we were talking about, team health? Yeah, the, no, that, that kind that of stuff, stuff, that kind of stuff the, is... The nuts and bolts of getting you ready to play on Sunday? Right. Yeah. That, that is hard, a hard thing to quantify. I have seen Dan Quinn. He did take a team to a Super Bowl. He did. So I, I think he's got some level of idea on how to do it. They were a half away um, from all of them probably still being there. Yeah, for him, sure. You know? For sure. So I, I understand the risk you take there, but I think the, the Quinn and McClay thing, you know, the idea of Broadus, you saying Will McClay ultimately at some point, there is a point where he says, I want to run the show. Well, I, I want that show to be run here. Yeah, and if Dan Quinn's here, I'm much more confident Will McClay running that show here. There, there's a. The, the, I think the only way that Will McClay would leave this place is if to go with Dan Quinn. Okay, there you go. So do do you want I'll, it? So I'll you, make that statement. So then it kind of comes down to McCarthy or Will McClay. Like if you're going, yeah. you know, if you're extrapolating this thing, and I think we'd all go Will McClay. I think I, Will McClay might leave here if if Bill Belichick came here. Say if Bill Belichick was the guy that all of a sudden. You made the switch. It wasn't for Dan Quinn. You made the switch for Bill Belichick. Man, if if it is Quinn and McClay or or McCarthy and question mark, it's a no. It's a total no brainer. Yeah. I think everybody in the organization should go with the combo of McClay and Quinn. 
Um, and if anybody suggests otherwise, and I, if I'm in the Jones family, I fire that person immediately. Couldn't agree more. The dude chicken fried steak sandwich is being texted in at a high rate here I, by the Tolos. I'm telling you what, they've got a... They've I, need got to a get a, I need to get involved with that sandwich. They got a bacon two cheese deluxe signature stack burger. Yeah. <laughs> Just the real deal? It, real deal. Lucius, from a Dairy Queen standpoint... Yo, what's up, buddy? What, what's, what's getting you hyped up? Birthday blizzard? Okay, I do love the blizzard, uh, but if I eat ice cream, it's going to be like at Brahms or something like that. I'm, I'm kind of weird. Hey, I'm not hating on that okay, at okay. all. That Rocky Road at Brahms is a Thank literal you. life changer. Thank you, Out sir. of the waffle cone? Yes, sir. Out Thank of the you. waffle yes, cone. Sir. Yes, sir. Yes, uh, sir. But I do love the steak fingers. Mm-hmm. Yes. I get the onion rings just like you because I am disappointed that they don't have mashed potatoes for those steak fingers. Ooh. Steak wow. fingers, gravy, oh mashed potatoes gosh. with the roll is crazy. That's a good call. Yeah. That's a dang good call. But on, but it is you. with the gravy, though, right? It is. You've got to have the gravy. you got to have the gravy. Okay. Extra gravy, too. I want gravy on every dip. Yeah. All the gravy. Mm-hmm. There it is. Chief, appreciate it as always. Uh, coming up at 4 o'clock, we're going to get the inside word on those Packers from Mike Heller of 97.3, the game. A little college football next, Wolchuk? Yes, we've got the latest on Nick Saban and his retiring and who is not taking over that job. That's next. Yeah, thank you, Lucius. Uh, coming up at 4 o'clock, Mike Heller of 97.3, the game in Milwaukee. There is a report that a key Packers player has suffered an injury in practice. Will that player be able to play on Sunday? We'll talk with Mike about that and the other topics of the game coming up at 4 o'clock. In the meantime, let's talk some college football. Here's Zachary. Thank you. We'll get to uh, your Texas Longhorns quarterback in just a moment, but the big news in the college football world uh, probably around this time yesterday was indeed Nick Saban announcing his retirement, and he went on ESPN with Reese Davis earlier today and had a one-on-one sit-down on why he retired. He said, quote, my age started becoming a little bit of an issue. People wanted assurance I would be here for years, and it got harder and harder to be honest about that. This last season was grueling. It was a real grind. Uh, He did go on to say that Nick's still going to be around the program. So Reese Davis went on Pat McAfee after their discussion, said Nick wants to continue to have a voice at Alabama, and he's going to have an office at Bryant-Denny Stadium. He's still going to be involved, and he's really interested in in broadcasting. I'm sure the next coach is going to be excited about that. Yeah, it's like you currently, you, you got Nick, the ghost of Saban. Right over your shoulder. I mean, that's Ooh. a job, man. I don't know that I, the, being the heir apparent and the person that ends up succeeding Nick Saban, like, just, that's just a job that you're not going to win. You just, well, it's a tough job to begin with. Goodness. I mean, the bar is so, so high. Yes. But you got to go there and give it a crack. You really do. Well, I mean, they're going to pay. Can, you get, you know, you're, you've got the facilities, you've got the the structure, the high school programs, the notoriety around the country. You know, you're going to come up with NIL money when you need it. You know, that that's that's to me. I I'd go take I'd, I'd go take a run at that one. I don't. I, you know, following a legend, never easy. But the, you know what? What are your expectations? Your expectations are high anyway. You know, for Alabama, it, it's it, it does it doesn't matter, right? I mean, he he set he set the bar, but it. <laughs> It, it's like I say, it's it's just that's what it's always going to be. And most of these head coaches Even, probably are confident in themselves enough and in our competitors yeah. to where they'll be like, yeah, that's I can do that. I can fill those shoes. Yeah. And there's a lot of his. I mean, man, the the Nick Saban coaching tree. I think I saw an article like the amount of coaches that have come from, his, including Dan Quinn, sure being one. Hmm. It it might be the the largest coaching tree in the history of the sport. It's unbelievable. And then he was also kind of like, you want to resurrect your career. If you've had issues, go be an assistant for Nick Saban. I mean, how oh, we no, saw that yeah, with Lane you, Kiffin, we, yeah. we saw it with Sark, yeah, Bill O'Brien, 
Yeah, being one. No, no, they, that's he. He's like the he. He has a program where he's able. Some of these guys are already still getting paid by their school, and then he finds a way to kind of give them a little bit more money, you know, to come and 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 be a part of that. Well, one coach that was rumored yesterday to maybe even be in Tuscaloosa, ready to sign as their next head coach, was Oregon's Dan Lanning. And everybody kind of ran with this. He was the number one favorite to land the job on every sports book you looked at. Well, Dan Lanning posted on his social media today. He said, if you're scared your coach is leaving, then come play for us. The Ducks aren't going anywhere, and I'm not leaving. I want to be here in Eugene for as long as Eugene will have me. How hard is it, though, for him to, with his team, is he a is he a contender for the Big Ten every week now, for the championship every year? As I mean, at best, you're the third for third most likely right now, right? Right, Michigan, Ohio State, Oregon, right? I mean, Washington, maybe USC could be a Washington, factor USC, anytime. Yeah, maybe. I mean, you could you could, you're somewhere between three and five, I think, as and as we're talking. Penn through State's it. the only other Big Ten school that's really compete, you know, for that conversation. I'd like to believe at Alabama, he would probably be one of the top one or two for the title every year. That seems yeah. kind of it seems kind of weird. That you know that maybe you'd you know, be more scared of the Big Ten than you would of the SEC. I I just don't think I think at Oregon he might not win the Big Ten. He has a better chance I think at Alabama of winning the SEC than he hmm. does winning the Big Ten title at Oregon. Interesting. That's that's why that's how I would look at it. Yeah. Like if you're Dan Lynn, you're thinking based on okay, all yeah, of your resources. Yeah, your resources and and man, let's be honest. That Big Ten travel thing is about to be a nightmare for some of them coaches. That's a that's accurate, man. That, I, mean, I can't believe you're, they're asking some of these schools, like UCLA, yeah. to go travel to play Michigan. And, and and Chip Kelly's absolutely right about this. You know about creating the team, the forty teams, just to play football, and yeah, let we're headed towards that. And let Oregon's, you know, uh, let Oregon and UCLA play, you know, in the in the you know, in the Pac twelve and play other sports. He's he's right about that. Man, these these programs are about to get worked on travel. You know, when you're talking about the Big Ten and and then even the ACC, some of that too. You see something that's breaking or something, old Chuck? Yeah, no, it's just a family matter. Uh, okay, I'll handle that off the air. Okay, uh, but yeah, Emeka uh, Buka. Speaking of the Big Ten, he's going back. Oh man, there's we okay. watched him. We I've already watched him. Yeah, we watched him. Yeah, so Emeka Buka. You know I, what? And I, to be honest with you, I'm glad he's going back. Because I didn't have him up there with all the other guys that I've seen so far. Yeah. I, I You know what? I watched Xavier Worthy as yeah. well. I think I would have put Worthy ahead of him. Sure. Egbuka just didn't have as good of a year as he previously no. had. I think it's good for him. Yeah. Marvin Harrison Jr. is coming out. He officially um, declared. Yep. So he's projected to be maybe your top pick that's not a quarterback. Uh, so we'll, we'll see what ends up happening with you know him and where he gets drafted. But... Good news, I guess, for the Buckeyes with Igbuka going back there. And then the Longhorns. This had been uh, discussed, and we had expected Quinn Ewers to return to school, mm-hmm. but he put out a video today, uh, and here was Quinn in that video announcing for sure he's going back to the University of Texas. Dear Longhorn Nation, ever since I was a kid, I've dreamed of playing quarterback at the University of Texas. You can hear the excitement in your I voice. I couldn't be more thankful to all my teammates and coaches, and I'm beyond grateful to be in the position that I'm in. God has shown me who I truly am these past two years that I've been here. And through the ups and downs, these fans and this university has always had my back. And with that being said, 
coming back. Ooh, Tebow ask. Except he's not a Heisman. He's back. Yeah, and there's okay. just not the same, not the same gravitas. You know no. what I mean? Like Tebow sells that way better. That yeah. that was a cold read. That was like uh that was like the first time through here. Let's get a little life. Let's get a little energy. Let's act like we we do really want to be a Longhorn. You know, that was a little weak. Come on. Well, yeah. I mean, that's also kind of Quinn. I think that might be some of his personality, but. He's coming back, so Texas fans can be excited. Uh, now, Sark, there, there's some some nervousness going on there. Is he going to leave for Alabama? Uh, I've seen some reports, no, it's not going to happen. He's told players uh, he's not leaving. He's not going. I think I, I'm, I agree with you there, Brian. I think Lane Kiffin. Yeah. If there's a coach that's going to leave, that's it, like I don't give a Lane, damn about whatever's happening yeah. with our program. Lane Kiffin. It's Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin right now is loading up the car and taking a ride over to Tuscaloosa and just kind of seeing, checking out the situation. That's what he's doing. Her I mean, Dan Landing doesn't want this job. I know somebody who would. Yeah, yeah. Somebody call me from the SIP. Call me up. Let me be your. Yeah, coach. he's not. He's not worried about like stepping into a situation where he's got to fill big shoes. He's like, nah, well, I'll just if I get fired no. in a year or two, that's cool. Hell Give no. me an opportunity to, to yeah. find another spot to go. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Yeah. You know, I, I think with Dan Landing, you d- you definitely don't want to you don't want to leave a good situation where you're contending to try to hang on to something. You know, you want to let that thing run its course and come on board after the next guy gets fired. Next guy's going to win eight or nine games, a couple mm-hmm. years, and they're going to be mad at him. His talent left. He'd be like, I don't know, I don't know. It was, it was too hard to follow uh, Nick. If you want to go to Bama, that's when you do it. You know, not not now. I mean, you set it up now. You can have two good runs. Whatever's left for you at Oregon, if you find a quarterback replacement, and then go to Bama or or go somewhere else. And then the other thing is up up there, you know, living there, <clears throat> seeing people come through. A lot of people would be like, Yeah, it's another stop. But some people just loved Oregon. Right. And whether it was the Ducks or the Trailblazers, they're like, no, I want to stay here. I like the people. I like the weather. I like the outdoors. I like mm-hmm. what's going on with this state. And if that's one of those like Mark Few has that at Gonzaga, you know, it's yeah. like I, I don't want to leave. He knows where the bars are. He has his car home occasionally. Yes. From the bar. You know, you, you set up a relationship with yeah. uh, the local people that are yeah. helping you. Yeah. You know, the, oh, coach, you've been drinking again, huh? <laughs> yeah, Phil Knight up there. No. Just a few. Get, getting you the good oh, Nike gear. Let me get you home, coach. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got to run, Nation. Uh, that's two hours down, three to go. And when we return, we're going to be joined by a special guest, uh, and he'll help us talk Packers. Mike Heller, 97-3 the game in Milwaukee. How confident are Packers fans coming into this game? And how healthy is Green Bay after a midweek injury at practice? That's coming up next year in the G-Back Nation. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.